when mama said you would never be nothing, when aunties and uncles said that you'll never amount to anything, when daddy didn't come home anymore, he didn't look at you and say that you weren't going to make it. God looked at you and what did he see? What did he see? So the best, the best. What did he see? The best. I said, 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 what did he see? one time. Listen to this, y'all. I love this. I love this. See? See, he's mine and I'm his. It doesn't matter what I did. But he only sees me who I am. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. He's mine and I am here. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me who I am. Sing it one time. We're going to go past this. He is mine. Oh, oh, oh. He's mine. And I keep. Ooh. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me for who I am. He only sees me for the reason why he sees me for who I am because he created me in his image and his likeness. He's mine. He's mine. I am his. It doesn't matter what I need. He only sees me. He only sees me for who I am. He saw the best. He saw the best. KAYT 88.1 FM Broadcasting on the cutting edge of technology You can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop listening Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton Bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation Now let's join Dr. Barton for today's message The Word of God says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I want to give you an expected end, an outcome, an outcome that goes beyond your thinking, an outcome that goes beyond your plans. When you get involved with God's plans, my God, God's plans for your life, when you begin to walk into it, it's going to supersede anything and everything you've ever planned. How many of you have ever made some plans, but they weren't God's plans? And uh, I believe I said this, if you ever want to make God laugh, just go in and tell him what you're going to do and what you plan to do. Amen. God had a, he had a, a great laughing time with me when I told him my plans. But he said, you know, I know, I know the thoughts I think toward you. That word thoughts means plans. I have plans for you, son. Amen. And they're plans uh, not of evil, but thoughts of peace, plans of peace, plans of shalom, plans of nothing missing, broken, or lacking in your life. You get involved in my plan, you will never lack for anything, not another day in your life. I thank God for his plan for my life. That's what I want to follow. Amen? So um, we, we discussed some things last Tuesday. I don't, to, you know, in order to save time, I don't want to 
repeat everything that I said. You have to get the CD. But um, one of the things I want to mention in opening, uh, one of the spiritual benefits of being a part of a church is that 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 church or that set person who God has placed there by the Spirit of God can affirm the call of God that's on your life. And that's where spiritual authority comes in. People that are not under spiritual authority and that they begin to operate in some level of ministry, uh, when you're not under spiritual authority, it's really an illegitimate ministry. Because everything through the Word of God was established through uh, authority, through spiritual authority. And, and those of you that's part of a church, you may not be part of this church, but uh, you need to begin to understand that benefit, amen, that the church that God has called me to, amen, God has given that church the authority to affirm my calling or to confirm what God has called me to do. And that's what I want you to understand, that as a member, as a partner, maybe you're a partner, uh, maybe you're a friend of this ministry, God has something for you to do. He has something for you to do, maybe through this ministry, maybe through your ministry. If you listen by radio, God has something for you to do. God did not save you so that you can be a pew warmer, or so that you can be just a fan cheering for those that's on the court or in the field. No, he wants you to get involved in the game. Amen. Touch your neighbor and say, get in the game. Get in the game. <laughs> he wants you to get in the game. Get on the battlefield. Some of you have been sitting down for too long, just spectating, just watching, criticizing, saying if it was me, I would do this, and if I was that, I would do No, 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 you need to get involved. Amen. And before you get involved, change that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Right. So God has something for you to do. And as you uh, 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 connect with the vision of the house, uh, by the Spirit of God, your calling will be revealed to you because God is a God of order. So if God sent you to this church, there's something he wants you to do in this church and for this church. He wants you to be a blessing. He wants you to use your gifts and your talents and everything that he's placed in you to be a blessing to this church. How many of you want to be a blessing to your church? You don't want to be a burden to your church. You want to be a blessing to your church. And that's what the call of God is all about. It's all about you being a blessing with what God gave you to bless others. Amen. So as you get spiritually nourished, that's why it's important for you to come to church and, and, and participate and, and, and really open up your heart to receive. Because as you get spiritually nourished, God is going to begin to open up your eyes concerning the thing that he wants you to do. But if you're not being spiritually nourished, if you try to occupy a place or a position or fulfill a calling, you're going to wear out. Because you don't have what it takes on the inside. That's why the Word of God is the most important element in your life when it comes to fulfilling your call. You've got to be nourished. Your spirit has to be nourished. You've, you've got to be in tune with God. You have to know how to hear God's voice. You have to be a prayer warrior, an intercessor. You have to have a relationship with God. All of those things are important. You have to be a lover of the Word of God, not just a hearer, but a lover and a doer of God's Word. So you, you have to be equipped. Like I've said before, this church is all about equipping you for the work of the ministry. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 says, God has called and he has set within his church first apostles, second uh, prophets, then evangelists, pastors, and teachers for what? Amen. For what? Why did he send these fivefold gifts? Amen. To equip you. To equip you. To get you ready, to nourish you. We're not here to entertain you. Amen. Do you know I don't preach for people to rate my messages? I'll give them a five today. I'm not preaching for you to rate. This is not a slam dunk contest. 
<laughs> this is not the all-star game, <laughs> glory to God. There are some things that I'm going to share with you that's going to that's make you upset. Praise God. As a matter of fact, I haven't really pastored you until I can make you angry. Because I'm going to challenge you with some things. I'm going to challenge you with your behavior. I'm going to challenge you with your attitude. I'm going to challenge you with what's going on in your mind. And, and some things are going to be said that's, that's not to entertain, but it's to equip you. And if you're open to God's word, you're going to be well equipped to fulfill your God-given purpose. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So there's something that God wants you to do. Get spiritually nourished so that you can be in a position to not only bless this church, but to bless those uh, in your community. Because we are a kingdom church. We don't limit our giftings and our talents to the house. Amen. God wants us to open up that roof. Amen. Praise God. And begin to launch our gifts and talents throughout the city of Lafayette and eventually around the world. Amen. We are world changers. Amen. Come on, did you hear what I said tonight? We are world changers. We are a nation shaker. Praise God. God is about to put New Kingdom Ministries International on the map. And it's for a good cause. Amen. Some of you, through your connection and your submission to the house, you're going to be sent out. You're going to be sent out. Amen. Through apostolic uh, uh, authority and through apostolic commissioning, you're going to be set, sent out. Uh, you're going to be sent out. Uh, God may you, uh, call me to call you to go out to other churches to help them with their business department. Some, some churches don't know, understand administration. Amen. But we do. We understand administration. We understand order. Praise God. So you may be called upon to go out and to help other pastors and other churches with what God has called them to do. I'm just kind of giving you some vision right now. Amen. Just kind of flow with me for a moment. So we're not just called to the house, but again, it begins in the house. Everybody say that. Say it begins in the house. So our responsibility as, as people of God is to get in a position to be used by God. Because there are many people who are not in position to be used by God. God wants to use them so mightily. He wants to fulfill a purpose to them, but they're not in position spiritually. Maybe they're dealing with some anger issues. Maybe they're dealing with some jealousy or envy. Maybe they're dealing with something in their past. Maybe something in their present is trying to hinder them from fulfilling the call of God. But you've got to be in a place and in a position where you can have all of those things from your past broken off of your life, destroyed off of your life, so that you won't corrupt the place or the area that God wants to raise you up to fulfill his purpose. You've got to be in a place of stability, even in your mind, in your emotions, in your spirit, so that you can be used by God. I don't know about you, but I want to be used by God. God, you can use me. But if you're not available to be used by God, how can he use you? Amen? So there's um, a lot of uncertainty going on in the body of Christ where the will of God is concerned. And, you know, uncertainty has become very, very familiar uh, or popular with a lot of Christians. Because when you go around and ask different people, what did God call you to do? You get the very popular answer, I don't know. And that is not right. That is not right. And we don't want to be a, a, a statistic as a church. Praise God. If somebody just goes around with a microphone, do you know what you're called to do? And you don't know, then <laughs> something is wrong. You've, you've got to know. You've got to know. Amen. You've got to know. So we, we don't want to have ignorance 
where God's will is concerned uh, with our lives. And we, we want to know our part in the kingdom of God. We want to know our part in the house of God. We want to know our part in life. How many of you want to know your part? Because there is a part that you have to play. There's a place specifically for you. So being uncertain of God's plan uh, is very, very common among Christians today, but it doesn't have to be. So this is what you need to understand. I am important to God's plan in the earth. There are no insignificant members in, in the body of Christ. Everyone, everyone is important to God's kingdom and God's plan in the earth. See, because there are some things you have to realize, and I may discuss it uh, next Tuesday, but there can be many hindrances for you from you fulfilling God's call, and one of them is that is the spirit of inferiority. Inf if inferiority is when you feel uh, insignificant, when you feel unimportant, when you don't feel special, when you don't feel like you can be useful to God, maybe because of something that's going on in your life or something in your past, but you've got to get rid of that inferiority complex and have a confidence in your God. Amen. That's why Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 must become a reality in your life. Where Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do it. Not through my own will or not through my own power or strength or abilities. But through Christ who strengthens me. How many of you want Christ to strengthen you? Amen. Because until he strengthens you, you won't be able to carry out his will. So the in inferiority will make people feel uh, insignificant. It will make people feel like they're not special. Oh, well, I'm just going to save that for pastor. Um, I, may, I may have made too many mistakes or, you know, I, I was born in, in the wrong house, came from the wrong family. No, 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 no. You are the right person for God's plan and purpose for your life. You are the right person. Amen. You're not to anything. Amen. You're not to anything. Don't let anything in your life hinder you from fulfilling God's call for your life. Praise God. So uncertainty through this teaching is going to be removed from your vocabulary. And when somebody asks you, what are you called to do? You can say with the confidence, here's what I'm called to do. I'm anointed to do this. I was born for this. Amen. How many of you ready for that? Give the Lord praise tonight. So here's one of our objectives to Tuesday night's teaching that we're going to be here. Find your place, fill your space, and run your race. Say that with me. Say, find your place. Find your place. Fill your space. Fill your space. Run, your run your race. Now 